Hey guys, welcome back to Just a Thought Podcast. I'm your, we're your hosts. I'm Harley. I'm Lauren. I'm Christy. And this week's episode is going to be about New Year's resolutions. So we've just wrapped up 2019 and going into 2020. We have a lot of excitement, a lot of worry, a lot of changes, but ultimately we have goals. And like everyone else, January 1st is like the day to start them. So, what's your guys' thought? Kicking it off with what are your goals and what are you, how can you keep your motivation up so that you can succeed throughout the year? Oh, definitely my first goal would be to find a better job or possibly a remote job, so something that I would be able to do at home. I think looking back at last year, it was just such a stressful time for me, balancing so much stress that I wasn't happy anymore with my life, and it made me reflect a lot. So that's that's my motivation, to, to be better than last year and not to go back to how I was feeling before that, to find something that I wouldn't mind doing and be a little happier in doing. Definitely something that's more tolerable for me. At least being happy mentally, not having to be so sad all the time, you know. I don't really care about money, but just doing or working in a job that's a healthy environment, I guess. That's my top New Year's resolution, or at least one of them. For me, for work, it would be to continue just focusing on like my normal job uh, that I have, my full-time job. Um, and just try to continue seeing the positive in that so I don't get too discouraged or too just complacent and bored and sick of it, I guess, but also to continue pursuing my more creative side and my, my, I guess, my more creative uh, pursuits that I would want, which would be, like, this podcast, the little, like, handmade jewelry line, and just, like, my creative side, which is more like the YouTube podcast and like Instagram stuff, like photography and stuff. I think for me, it's kind of focusing on finding myself and kind of along the lines of what Lauren's looking for and being happy. Um, I'm kind of tired of feeling miserable, um, but I also have financial goals. Um, Moving is one of them that I, I know that would make myself happy. But throughout this year, a lot of changes happened. A lot of things happened, be it work, be it family, um, relationship. And now I'm kind of just at this point in December of trying to reconnect with what I actually enjoy doing and who I am and pursuing who I'm meant to be. So the first few months is going to be interesting because 
I've actually set the date to move in March. Um, probably March 31st, ideally. But I mean, like, that that's the goal. Not moving it, doing it no matter what, and it's kind of just taking the approach of take the bull by the horns and just go for it next year. But my next question is to you guys, how do you keep up that motivation to keep yourself going? I guess I think about... Like, my relationships with friends, with Keala, my family, that's basically what's keeping me going, is trying to be better for you guys, for him, for my family. You should also do it for yourself, too, though. I mean, yes, I I have tried to, to do it for myself, but then there are times where I'm just really discouraged. Like, I can't, I can't do it, and I'm... I'm I'm not good enough and I think that's something I also need to work on is my confidence and which also ties in with my happiness so being confident first in myself but I I told myself if I if I can't do it for myself right now I could do it for people that I care about the most so that's my that's my main motivation for now but just looking into the future that I'm like, okay, I can do way better and it cannot be as worse as last year. There's <laughs> the only way is up. Right. I mean, I cannot go any down that I've been before. So like, I can only keep going up. That's my main motivation. You know what? Um, our music, our orchestra teacher from high school, uh, what he told us has actually been going through my head frequently about if you make a mistake, then you make a mistake and do it proud. If you do something great, then do it proud. But ultimately, whatever you do, just do it loud and bold and don't be afraid. I feel like that that's the thing to do. For anyone that might be stuck or afraid or second-guessing or afraid to make any kind of decisions, to move forward, to pick, to make a choice, to pick a path, and that's my problem too. Uh, I'll have the motivation in the moment, and then it'll die down thinking about all the what-ifs. What if I don't make it? What if something bad happens? What if I don't have enough money? What if I ran out of time for something? What if I can't pay off my car? Like, it's just... Make the mistakes. That's the only way you're going to learn. And make it proud. Yeah. Don't care about the what-ifs. I mean, if the what-ifs happen, then it's a learning experience. You learn what not to do. It's always easier said than done. We're an adult. So the mistakes that you make, depending on what they are, is kind of... It could damage your life. So... Well, it's kind of like, uh, what is the person who made the light bulb? Like, I didn't fail a hundred times. I learned how not to make a light bulb a hundred times. Just so it comes that down to, like, positioning them. Having that positive positioning in your head. It's not seeing the world as, half, was it the cup half empty, but half, half full? That's hard to change your mindset, though. I think that's what I also need to work on mindset. I'm always like 
Yeah, I'm always thinking negatively, but now I'm not sure how I'm going to achieve my New Year resolution, but I think back to last year, how I felt like when I was really down and feeling like I was never going to get out of what I was feeling. So I look back on this coming year and thinking about, okay, I don't know what I'm going to do to achieve these goals, but I know I'm not going to go back to that same place. So no matter what I have to do, I'm never, ever going to go through those feelings again because that just sucked so bad. And I don't want to go back to that time. So, yeah, my, my plans for my resolutions are still up in the air, but I'm thinking of things. I'm just not sure what. No. I think my thing is it's kind of you're taking on a whole lot you want to change a whole lot, but what about just taking it one step at a time, maybe two steps at a time? Um, my issue has always ever been, even when I was like in middle school, is trying to think, what am I going to do? What, what, what are my goals 50 years from now? <laughs> that was legit what I always thought of. What is it going to be? Oh, I'm going to get into high school now. So what am I going to do after high school? What kind of job am I going to get? What kind of experience do I need? How much money do I want to have? How much money do I want to have? And what kind of career do I want to be? Where do I want to be in the world when I'm 30 years old? Then when I'm 40 years old and when I'm 50 years old? I was a stressed out kid because that's all I ever uh, thought about. And then graduating high school, then it's, okay, this is what I'm going to do in two years. This is where I'm going to be in five years. And this is my 10-year plan because that's what school teaches us is what is your five-year plan? What is your 10-year plan? What is your plan for when you're 50? Like, I get having a North Star, but at the same time, I've learned in growing up um, to kind of just take it easy and live life to the fullest because something could happen tomorrow. Something could happen in the next 10 minutes. Like we could get hit by the hurricane and then, well, it might be SOL or could just go driving to the supermarket and it could get into a fatal car accident. Like you never really know what's going to happen. And I've learned it's kind of not pointless, but there's no sense in worrying and trying to control now what my life is going to be 10 years from now. Because whatever I do today isn't going to be like, cool, so doing a podcast today means I'm going to have 80,000 grand a year when I'm 50. Like, that, that just, that's not going to happen. But what I can do is change what does happen in like the next few months. So you guys know I've always wanted to move and leave Hawaii. I think I'm just going to make that happen. Pick up and go come March. Not looking back, not what ifs, not how, but whatever. Just pick up and go. And another thing is trying to get back into a routine. It's difficult, I'm not going to lie. But it's kind of like you're fighting for yourself. So with every action you do, it's going to be meaningful and it's going to be 
like you're supporting yourself and your decision and what kind of future you want. So like how you're living for not living, but making decisions for us, bettering yourself for us. And that's like you have two choices. One is for us. One is going back to how things were this past year. And you just take that one half step towards for us versus repeating what you did this past year. And that's already a step there. Yeah. It's like counting your blessings then. Yeah, I just think about last year. I'm like, no, I'm not going back to that that dark place in my life. It was really dark. There will always be more reasons to stay in your comfortable zone rather than don't settle. Yeah, because there's there's stability in staying. There's a lot of what ifs and a lot of possible failures to leave your comfort zone. Because whatever your comfort zone is right now, I mean, it's currently working to an extent. You know what I mean? You're staying afloat. You're you're, you're able to survive. But once but you leave you that... Happy? But that's up to each person to be like, I want to chance it. I think that's where ambition comes in, though. My ambition cup needs to be refilled every so often. You're listening to this podcast in Himalaya. If you're not, you're totally missing out. Himalaya is a great podcast listening app. It's super easy to use. Whether you're new to podcasting like us or a seasoned podcaster, Himalaya makes it super streamlined so you can upload and get your episodes out as smooth as spreading butter on bread. On Himalaya, you can easily share episodes and even curated playlists. Not only that, but we're on Himalaya, so what more reason do you need to join? So what about, like, exercising, sleeping, dieting? Anything health-related. As far as my resolutions go, I definitely or want to... Or would you like to... to see yourself... What's your ideal self next year? To be able to cook more at home without feeling so tired. So being able to come from home from work and not be so beat up every time. So cooking more for myself, which in turn I'll cook more healthier alternatives. And getting some more sleep. I've lacked a lot of sleep last year. So I want to feel fully rested without having that jet lag feeling every day. Getting up in the morning and feeling like I need to go to bed again. <laughs> I did not get enough sleep. But making more time to cook. And I guess... Hmm. Yeah, just making more time to cook. I've been ordering out a lot lately, and Bite Squad has been my friend for the past year. So it'll be nice to have some home-cooked meals in the comforts of my home, own home. I don't really like to go out. I mean, I, I do to a certain extent, but I like to stay home. So if I can cook at home, I'll stay at home more and 
just chill. I feel like that's an older person thing. Hey, I mean, it's so weird because... I remember the days we used to stay out until like 4 a.m. in the morning. And we'd be up like 48 hours straight. Back in the day when I was young. Um, yes, I... So I young. <laughs> well, like way, way, way back in the day when I was when I was younger. I, yeah, I like to go out and, you know, hang out with friends and have a good time and now I, I I'm just like wow I I do not want to go out now. I just wanna stay home, watch TV or play video games or just do something like a puzzle. I I feel so boring now because I, I just wanna stay home. But yeah, it's kind of weird how that worked out. Unless it's because you have more energy. I mean you don't have all the stress, you don't have to figure out how what you're gonna do for your life, you don't have to figure out all other stuff. So it's kind of you're living your best life as a kid. I remember, like, was it, guys? There's nothing to do today. Are you gonna do anything tonight? No. Hey, you want to go out ghost hunting? Sure. Who else is going? Or it's hey guys, you guys doing anything? No. You want to meet at the parking lot? Sure. <laughs> Let's go to the parking lot to hang out. Or what was the other thing? Go to Zippy's to hang out. And then after watching a movie, so we're bored. What are you going to do? You want to go to the mall? Okay. Spock the mall. Or even just hang out at somebody's house until like 2 a.m. in the morning. And then now it's just, I don't want to do anything. Hey, what are you doing? Uh, are you, You're off? Yeah, I'm off too. Cool. <laughs> there's there's no invite to go hang out with them all or anything. It's just okay, enjoy your day off. I think part of it just has to do with everyone having jobs now. Now that your your time is more obligated to your job, you have less time to do things, with friends and stuff. So, I I guess for me, it's it's more of okay. I'm tired now. I need to go home and sleep. And the idea of staying at home feels more desirable to me than staying out at like two in the morning partying or something not that I was like the partying kind of person but it my my desires have shifted more just because I have more obligations more responsibilities thus I have less things like less time to do all these things and now that I'm tired it's like okay yes home sounds really good and then, but I don't mind chilling with friends at home. Like, I, I'm just like content with home. <laughs> but if you eat out, that's another story because I can never turn down food. You know, I, I'll always be a, a what do you call it, a foodie. <laughs> foodie. <laughs> yeah, I'm too tired to go out. It's like, hey, do you want to go out? Yeah, I do want to hang out with you guys. But it's after work and I'm tired, so no. And I have work the next day. I don't care if I have work like. 12 hours the next day, 12 hours later, but nope. The bed's calling me. Um, the TV's calling me. Got some awesome TV shows out there. I'd, I'd, I'd rather... My best time is mostly at home now. Yeah. Can you imagine if you have kids? It's gonna have to be outside. Your best time is gonna be outside to train the kids of energy. That's when it's, oh, you want to go to Auntie Harley's house? So we're going to trade off. (laughs) 
Christy, I'm tired. I already, I already watched them. Lauren's turn. We're going to the park. Run around. Keep running. I'm tired. No, you're not. <laughs> In that case, like, here, here's some sugar. I need you to stay up for six more hours. Then you can go to sleep. You need them to crash. What motivates you guys? So, actually, I watched an interesting video on that. Um, I don't remember who it was. <laughs> I think it's, like, it's on YouTube. It's, like, Better Think Better Tomorrow or something like that. I started watching his stuff. And kind of as a point. So, I used to think, like, motivation comes from a feeling. And then that leads to action. And, like, it was just a one-way street. But what he's found is... It's, there's, uh, what is it? Inspiration, motivation, and action. So you do any one of the three, and it's kind of just going to continue that cycle, and I've actually tried it, and it's kind of true. So if you're feeling down motivation, don't want to do anything, just feel like lying down, but even then you don't, you just don't want to do anything. Um, it's kind of just doing an action, doing something that takes maybe 20 seconds, that doesn't do it for you, finish other small tasks, and then eventually you're, you will find that motivation, and then it's going to be feeding itself, and then you'll be inspired to do more, and then there's your motivation. Or you feel inspired by reading something or seeing something and then doing it, and that kind of just feeds into that too. I feel like you're really good with this, though. I mean, late nights, you're online. Seeing progress motivates me. So if I see something getting done, I'm just like, I need to keep doing it. So what about when you don't see something getting done? Then I take a, like a break from it and I walk away from it for a little bit. Because I don't want to get, I, I never want to get frustrated with something to the point where I don't want to do it anymore. Or I don't like it anymore. Because I've done that to myself before where I'll keep going at something even though I'm not seeing the progress. And then I get really upset at it because I feel like I'm failing at it somehow. And then I'll just throw it to the side and be like, well, screw you. Maybe this isn't what's meant for me. But then I'll revisit it like a couple years later. And I'm like, no, I still really have an interest in it. I still really like it. Where now it's I'm a little more healthy in that aspect of just taking it in strides and not trying to overwork myself and just be okay that sometimes progress is slow. That's when you need to walk away for a little bit. Maybe not a couple years, maybe just like, you know, a day <laughs> and then come back to it. I think part of it, though, is meeting with friends, too. It's always motivating. That's what gets me through work. Yeah. Um, meeting friends, talking with family, talking with Keala. Sometimes I can't find my own motivation by myself. So for those who motivate me, that that's like saying, oh, they have faith in me. They have faith that... No matter what I'm trying to achieve or accomplish, that they have faith in me. So I can't just give up on myself just because I'm not getting the progress when I want it to come. That I have to be a little bit more patient and put in the work for it. Because you can't expect something to happen if you don't even try. You can't just say, well, I'm not seeing these results and you're not even giving 100%. And that's something I've really learned last year that you can't expect everything to come on a silver platter for you. You can't expect the stars to align for you when you don't even 
give effort to what you're trying to achieve. So I guess, I guess it's just having more confidence in myself again. So more confidence, more self-esteem, and just having faith in my abilities and taking taking it one day at a time and not taking everything all at once. It's being able to work at it little and yeah just take it from there well when you figure that out let me know because i'm guilty of second guessing everything that i do it could be great work and i'll still be like don't look it's horrible i mean there's a line between humble and there's not being confident i'm guilty of the latter i also think it's great to meet up with friends for motivation because when you don't see in yourself that you're doing a good job your friends will see it and then they'll tell you and if you're like if you trust your friends then you know that they mean it you know what i mean and it's nice to hear that surrounding yourself with good people yes good vibes not people yeah like when i see you guys going for your your goals your dreams it motivates me more like i should do that too what what's your excuse lauren like why can't you why can't you do it why can't you push yourself. Why do you have to give up so easily? So it's good to surround yourself with those who have like the same goals as you or who want to achieve things in their life, who bring positivity. So I, I think it's also having the support system because I feel when you don't have people that support you, that tends to lower your I guess your morale, I guess. So I think another thing is kind of being able to have like an intellectual support system too. Like you could have a great support system of maybe people who are younger. So for example, you could be in your twenties and your friends are or your closest people are like eighteen, seventeen. They're not gonna understand what that twenty year old person's going through. And I feel like that kind of sets the bar low because you are who you hang out with. Or if you have someone who has zero aspirations and you're someone that wants to become like a manager of whatever store, it's going to be easy for that person to kind of like their habits and what they do and the choices that they make is going to impact the choices and habits that you do. So what could have been like one year you could have got promoted it could take like five years because of who you're with kind of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. It also depends the mindset of the person that's younger because Rachel is like, honestly. I'm say, eager to meet him in person. I feel like I only ever met him once. You can tell his age when he goofs around that he's young, but he's also, I don't know, an adult <laughs> in the <laughs> sense of like, I don't know. Maturity, having yeah. intellectual maturity. There we go. Yeah, he's intellectually mature, but he still acts his age every so often because you know he should. So it depends. I feel like I had a lot of that support in high school, and I think that's why everything is so. It's kind of like you get caught up in a whirlwind. So I remember, like in high school, I could feel really down, but then because I hung out with you guys and a lot of more mature people. Um, it was easier to be like, I'm going to go for this and I do it. Or I'm going to go for that and I'm going to do it. 
or even just getting through school. Um, thing it, it's it's high school. Things are gonna happen, no matter what. Drama, no drama. You're still trying to figure yourself out. But even that, just being around people, even just studying in the same like room, it's still motivating, and you can like feed off that energy. Being in like AP classes, everybody's so driven, and everybody wants to succeed. Everybody wants to get that high score on the test, and it it, it just bleeds into you. It's kind of like what is that? If you smile at someone, then you're more likely to smile to someone else. And was it, uh, what do you call that it? Not favor. Yeah, there we go. It's just contagious. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. We really appreciate you guys' support. Um, please stay tuned for our next episode for Just Thought Podcast. And we'll see you guys later. Bye. Press pause. Pause. <laughs> Before we say bye, um, just don't uh, don't forget to subscribe. You can find us at uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Himalaya. Um, just go ahead and give us a follow. You can also follow us on Instagram at Just the Thought Podcast, so we can interact with you guys. Um, we'd love to get to know you guys too. That way, it's not just us talking to like, I don't know, nobody. It feels like we, yeah, um, it feels like we actually get to interact with people. Um, we want to hear your stories and your experiences and your advice for anyone that's listening. Yes, because there's so much we can learn. So, and we'd love to know. Okay, yeah, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye.